seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Psychosemanticast. This will be another music show. There have been a few requests to sprinkle in some more music shows, and I had a guest and a movie set up, and that sort of fell through, so I thought that that would be a perfect opportunity. Thank you to those of you that interact with me in the Facebook group for the show and other ways. So what I thought would be a good theme would be at the beginning of this month for our wedding anniversary, the wonderful Vice Abbess and I went to Pumpkin Drublick Fest. It was a weekend of camping where you could just come and go. We live close enough. It's on the outskirts of the suburbs of Columbus. It always rains the first, <laughs> the first two or three weekends of June. Those are always rained out, so we thought, hey, it's our anniversary, we're going to see some rad-ass punk rock from, basically from our teen years, and, you know, some bands, some newer bands, uh, too. I'm basically going to go through uh, the bands we saw. Friday night was just for the campers. They had their fun. They had the Vandals and Jello Biafra and the Guantanamo Bay School of Medicine. I think that's how you say the whole Jello Biafra's band. And I heard that was fun. But Saturday, 
we got the day started off with a really rad newer band. Uh, I, I hadn't heard of them until a year or two ago at Riot Fest. My friend Stacy is a big fan. She said, you got to check these these gals out. They're on Fat Records, the record label of Fat Mike, whose band No Effects and his band Me First and the Gimme Gimmies were not there. A couple days prior, a video came out of them joking that it was better that uh, country music fans got shot instead of punk fans. A lot of people got pissed off, and so they said, okay, we're sorry, we're not going to blame the Ambien. Instead of us playing Here's the Vandals on Friday night, and then Saturday night, we got to end with The Descendants. So I'll just pretty much get into it, but here's Bad Cop, Bad Cop, with Womanarchist and Cheer.
liked them i am increasingly a bigger and bigger fan of theirs the more of their catalog i check out they've got a few albums on fat records i know quite a few of us have talked about these guys in in the group the canadian band uh called the real mckenzie's scottish punk rock basically the only original member left is the singer he he made sure to yell that everybody be better be going regimental under their kilt and uh they played couple of my favorite songs of theirs, which you'll hear right now, called Poor Decisions and 10,000 Shots. Okay, 
with that I wore suspenders, little panties and a bra I used to be a socialist, a sort of communist Now I'm a pessimist and I don't care at all I could have been a minister, a holy predator A man of faith who really wouldn't want to be Perhaps a Scientologist, just as a hobbyist I sort of cut this turning people into sleep caddies came on i was never a really big fan of theirs but uh, they're fun they're bouncy i was only really aware of them in the 
mid to late 90s ska resurgence that happened. But they played, uh, as most of the bands did, they talked about no effects and them not being on the show. And a lot of bands played no effects covers. They played a no effects cover of She's Gone, which you will hear right here. The black and wick is what remains. The flame was blown out just recently. Although the candle hadn't burnt out to the stick, it won't be lit again. The day won't be quite as bright. We don't know what she may have been. All we know is what she left behind An apartment cluttered with children's toys Photos of good times In the bedroom there's sheets on the windows There's a four-poster bed for a reason On the floor there's a box full of secrets It won't be open Here other boys and girls would play
she's gone. And now that's really chill. That's really summery. We're going to kick it up a little bit more with a band called Strung Out that I've been a huge fan of since high school. They're, they're the right kind of mix of punk and metal for me. Here's Too Close to See and Firecracker. Country free. 
bands that I worked on when I was teaching myself how to play drums. Cause I, when I first heard them, I was like, holy shit, these guys are really fucking fast. And it's really cool. And yeah, so strung out, got everybody kicked back into gear, uh, Goldfinger. They're another one of those bands that only have one or two original members left. It's still the lead singer and their bass player is the, the guy from MXPX. They did a really good cover of 99 Red Balloons. And then they even played the song that was on their first album that just used to make me crack up. Uh, it's called Fuck You and Your Cat. So here we go. It's all over and I'm standing pretty 
in the dust that was a city If I could find a souvenir Just to prove the world was here And here it is, a red balloon I think of you and let it go cutting in and out of them then pennywise they're they're that band that you skateboarded to you probably heard them if you ever played the tony hawk video game uh the lead singer's dad had just died very recently and they've got this song called bro him that they always dedicate to somebody and they have everybody come out on the stage as many people they can fit on the stage to sing bro him and then you'll hear fight till you die My friends, present, pass and beyond Especially those who weren't with us too long Life is the most precious thing you can lose While you were here, the fun was never ending Life a minute was only beginning Captain Coleman Nichols, this one's for you Who it is you can count on Someone will pick you up again 
friends, present, past, and beyond. To all those who weren't with us too long, life's the most precious thing that you can lose. While you were here, the fun was never ending. Last a minute was only the beginning. Can I call that? I know you've heard the Descendants on the show before. You definitely heard them on the Pump Up the Volume episode. They're pretty much still the same band. The the bass player looks like somebody's grandpa, but he's up there fucking rocking it. They played for about an hour and a half. An encore with Jello Biafra came out and they did Police Truck by the Dead Kennedys. They also played... This is one of my favorites of theirs. Uh, it's called Mass Nerder. Then one of their first songs that I ever heard of theirs uh, called Kabuki Girl. Don't got no goatee, don't got no tattoo, don't got no 
times Can't spell the party line Don't know what the scene's about Don't tell me I'm mellow out We got kicked off with The Bouncing Souls, band you've heard on this show before. Not much more introduction. We'll do Kate is Great, a song I used to listen to a lot, and Monday Morning Ant Brigade from one of their earlier albums. This is for everybody that finds themselves waking up in strange places on occasion. I used to have a home with a room and a bed, a porch and a driveway with a big garage, but I traded it in. I kept some faith and laid my head down every night, and it seemed so far away. It seemed so far away. Remember me now. Things always change. I like sometimes. Keep me where I fall. I know I'll never be the same. Remember me now. Things always Myself. I guess it came the hard way, now I know what counts, got one prayer, it's in your confidence, know all the places, don't wanna be, everyone's gone 
Wagon's one of those bands that I would listen to if somebody put on. Uh, I I never really had anything against them, but I have plenty of fast California punk music from the 90s that I listened to. I still thought they were cool. They still put on a good show. The first song of theirs I ever heard was Family, and since this is Father's Day... Time to tie the knot in You and I can make 
right, and it's time for some fucking New York hardcore. When I didn't know anything about hardcore music, I had heard of Sick of It All. They came out and they killed it. As you would expect, it's some angry political stuff. We've got Injustice System off their album Blood, Sweat, and No Tears, and Us Versus Them off Built to Last. Oh, yeah, sure, I know. It's a free country and I ain't got the right. But I got a badge. What do you got? <laughs>
right. And this one goes out to the the East Coast New England contingent of the Psycho Semanticast listeners. You know who you are, but I don't want to leave anybody out. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They come through Columbus quite a bit. Uh, Dickie Barrett, the singer, is a fan of Derb Morrison, a tattoo artist here in town. So I've seen the Boss Tones quite a bit. They're definitely still a fun-ass band. And they've always they've always been a you know anti-violence, anti-racism band. So they did hell of a hat and they played Let's Face It.
Show's almost over. Nubs from NoFX's song Nubs was there in her wheelchair, hanging out with people and talking. It was just a hell of a weekend. A total blast from the past. All the bands that I saw, no matter how many times I've seen, you know, I've seen Rancid, which is the last band of the weekend. First saw them when I was 15. They were really influential early on when I started playing music. I don't think you've really heard them that much on the show. They look old. They remind me of how young I was when I started listening to them. They look, they all look not bad, but old. Uh, we're going to go out with Maxwell Murder and Poison.
Okay, and that was the psychosemantic Father's Day vasectomy punk rock party. Except for, you know, the music I played to wrap the show up. That is the end of the musical section of this show. So if you just feel like checking out, thank you for listening. I'll see you in a few weeks with our special 3rd of July episode. I've done... I think two solo episodes like this before. One was of fake State of the Union, if you're new to the show, or if you skip that one. And another one was a music show based off of uh, Vanessa McHenry and I covering Green Room and their Desert Island band. And I had a lot of people wrote in with their Desert Island band. So another reason why was this week, sort it sort of lined up that it fits with Father's Day, but I had a vasectomy. It was supposed to happen in May, and doctors do those things where you set everything up, and then you get all nervous, and you get ready, and then you get a phone call from the receptionist saying they have to reschedule, because even though the doctor scheduled you, they won't be there. So, you know, as you do when we said, okay. Here we go. We're going to do this. <laughs> when I was reading the uh, the care instructions from the doctor, I was doing my, you know, going back to my roots of creative writing classes and literature classes and proofreading. And there were just a couple things that stood out. The thing that really cemented in my mind was long lasting, consistent pain may occur, but unfortunately, this is not common. And I don't know what they were, I'm, I'm sure they were just trying to say, fortunately, this is not common, but the little un there got to me a little bit. I, I think it is a bit of a nervous thing, a sensitive area uh, of discussion. And I I thought, would you just, just to add, just to throw in a little bit, I probably won't get into extreme detail because I don't know who wants that. Nobody's asked for that. So yeah, so what what you do... When you go in, uh, at least this is this is my experience. Uh, luckily, a fellow podcaster had mentioned to me that they had had one, and I wrote to them and said, "Hey, can you just answer some questions, some for real questions, not some some doctor questions that they have to tell you for insurance purposes and whatnot?" And he was very cool about it and really helped me chill out. So I was only as nervous as. 
I was medium nervous, I guess I would say. So, you know, I went in, I got my diazepam, which I don't, I don't really take synthetic drugs. I'm generally not a synthetic drug person, especially since high school. So you go, you go into the place and you got all your comfortable clothes (laughs) and you fill out all the waivers and then you can take your drugs. And then when the drugs kick in, they come out when you're feeling a little cotton mouth and a lot more relaxed than you were when you came in. You go into, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be a phone booth, but it was a huge room. You lay down on the table. Most of the stuff is done by the nurse, all the prep and everything. And the doctor comes in. Do not look at the at the syringe on the table like I did. Uh, it was a lot different than I imagined it to be. And I saw in the far corner, 99% sure I saw smelling salts taped to the cabinet like a bandolier around a soldier's vest or something like that. So any guy that's had a physical will recognize the squeezing, the usual squeezing. They do, uh, sometimes they do a little bit more squeezing if they're having trouble finding the tubes in the veins. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know that. Then they, uh, I, I'm assuming it was something like topical Novocaine, but you feel the, the prick of the prick of the needle a couple times. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, I didn't see any smoke. They give you a couple cuts, and they do their thing. If you don't know how they do a vasectomy, uh, uh, what they do is they go in and they make a, a small incision on each side of your scrot sac, and then they go in with the tweezer things and they remove your uh, courage and your confidence and your social skills and your sense of humor and your need for any personal hygiene, and they replace it with a violent fear of sneezing. You're very, very numb for most of the day. Uh, a couple hours later, we'll say a couple hours later, you start to get some more sensation. The drugs wear off, but you know, I'm a good boy. I take my pain pills and I take my antibiotics until completion. Like they say, and like they show in the movies, basically you just go home, get your favorite frozen vegetable and ice that injury and don't do shit all day. And then you do, they want you to pretty much do nothing for the first three days. That's why apparently so many of these things are done on a Friday. I am at a point now that I am feeling relatively good. Just some, still some pain. I don't even know what I'm trying to do here, but I just, it it just seemed to me that not a lot of people talk about it. And since we talk about a whole lot of different kinds of things on this show that I would just say a little, little bit about it, be a little bit open. I, I know I've, might have been sounding cryptic to some people for a little while so i hope you like the dance party uh the vicarious punk rock festival since this is father's day themed uh and since father's day is sometimes about missing people that aren't with us anymore here is a song called orphan year thanks everybody until next time don't forget to duck and cover